Thank you for tuning in to the Fly Mastery Podcast, where our goal is to provide tools, resources, and insights that empowers driven individuals to become the masters of their financial independence journey. I'm Peter Donisanu. And in today's podcast, we're going to talk about two financial planning techniques that you can use, scenario analysis and Monte Carlo simulations, to help you evaluate an optimal savings decision when you have two or more competing financial priorities. We'll also discuss how you can have more certainty as it relates to your investment rate of return estimates used in your financial plan assumptions and how it relates to achieving your savings targets. We recorded this podcast because we believe that some individuals may be gambling with their financial futures when they're not fully evaluating all the potential benefits and trade-offs of pursuing one savings goal versus the other, and when they're using an average rate of return of their savings goals without accounting for the effects of market volatility. At the end of our time together, my hope is that you have a better understanding of how scenario analysis and Monte Carlo simulations come together to help provide a more robust approach to your decision-making process and improve your financial planning outcomes. So with these points in mind, let's jump into this week's podcast. A savings discipline, a modest rate of return, and a little bit of time can help you achieve your financial goals. Simple enough, right? Well, how can you be sure that you're not saving enough or that you're saving too much if your financial needs rise or fall in the future? And what if your financial priorities change? And how can you be sure that your assumed modest rate of return will help you achieve your savings goals? Well, incorporating scenario analysis and Monte Carlo simulations into your financial planning process can help you tackle these and similar questions. Let's take a look at each of these in a little more detail. A scenario analysis acknowledges that no one perfect answer exists to fulfill a given set of desired planning outcomes. Identifying one result to meet your financial goals would be the most straightforward approach. But even so, every savings decision will have its own unique set of costs and benefits. An example here might help illustrate this point a little more clearly. Now, Assume you can save $25,000 per year. Maybe you'd like to use this money to pay down your $500,000 mortgage, but you'd also like to accumulate $500,000 for a big ticket purchase in 20 years. We can evaluate the trade-off between paying down your mortgage and building up savings using a scenario analysis approach. So should you pay down your mortgage first or concentrate your efforts on investing your savings? Let's take a look at what would happen if you paid down your mortgage first. Now let's assume that you have 30 years left on your mortgage and you use all of your $25,000 in savings to make additional principal payments. If you did this, you might be able to pay off your mortgage in 12 years and reduce your lifetime mortgage interest by $230,000. So with your house paid off in 12 years, you could then apply what had been regular mortgage payments to your extra savings and invest that money. Now invested over eight years with a 5% return, your savings could grow to $529,000 at the end of eight years. So far so good, right? Now let's consider an alternative. Now what would the situation look like if you invested $25,000 over 20 years instead of waiting to pay off your mortgage? Now assuming that you achieved your investment rate of return consistently over this period, you'd likely have accumulated $826,000 for your big ticket purchase. Even if we consider the opportunity cost associated with mortgage interest rate savings, your savings end value is notably higher than in the first scenario. Here you could surmise that you'd probably be better off investing your savings from the start. Even so, such a conclusion misses a critical point. While building savings is vital, paying down your mortgage as you move towards financial independence might still be an essential lifestyle value to consider when allocating your financial resources. Now, is there a way to have the best of both worlds? Now, one compromise between the two alternatives is to apply half your savings towards investing and the other half towards paying down your mortgage. 
what would the results be here? Well, at the end of 20 years, not only will you paid down your mortgage, but you're likely to have also accumulated $552,000 for your big ticket purchase. These three situations illustrate how scenario analysis can help you evaluate the trade-offs between two or more competing financial priorities. This iterative process is extremely useful in assessing the cost and benefit of selecting an ideal outcome to come up with an optimal solution for prioritizing your financial resources. Now, even so, one crucial factor to consider is that your simple growth rate may not account for market volatility. To address such uncertainties, you'll likely want to incorporate Monte Carlo simulations into your planning process to ensure that your plan stays on the right track. So what exactly is a Monte Carlo simulation? Well, simply put, it's a statistical technique that may enable you to calculate the risks associated with achieving a specific financial outcome. In other words, it's a way to quantify the unknown. Now, earlier we showed several scenarios in which you might be able to grow $25,000 savings contributions up to $500,000 in 20 years using a 5% rate of return. Now, how certain can you be that you'll receive precisely 5% per year, especially if your return is based on investing in financial markets that vary in performance from one year to the next? In other words, how can you ensure that you're saving the right amount of money each month to account for a potential shortfall in any given year? This is where Monte Carlo simulations can help. Now, a Monte Carlo simulation is a computer model that, given a set of assumptions like risk and return, produces thousands of random return observations within a given set of perimeters. This process not only tells you what might happen, but also gives you a way of quantifying the likelihood of your desired outcome. Let's demonstrate how this works with our previous mortgage payoff and big ticket purchase example. You'll recall that the three scenarios we mentioned before aim to answer a very specific question. How best to allocate $25,000 in savings per year? Now, you could start with paying off your mortgage first, then invest the savings, invest all of your savings from the start, or split 50-50 between mortgage payoff and invest that savings. Now, in each of these three scenarios, we found that your savings outcome would likely exceed the $500,000 threshold that we set for big ticket purchase through investment growth. Even so, what's the probability that each of these outcomes will actually occur? Now, you'll recall that in our first scenario, our savings were projected to come in at $529,000. Even so, our Monte Carlo simulations tell us that there's only a 60% chance that your savings will actually be higher than that $500,000 threshold. Now, how is this possible? Well, it all comes down to volatility. In fact, over a third of the 10,000 simulated investment portfolios that we conducted in our Monte Carlo simulation showed a shortfall of this goal and ranged in value between $400,000 and $500,000. So how did the other two portfolios perform? Well, in our third scenario, an even split of savings between mortgage payoff and investment savings over 20 years led to only marginally higher probability of meeting or exceeding that savings benchmark. Even so, the Monte Carlo simulations for the second scenario, where we committed all of our savings to investments, showed a 95% likelihood of achieving or exceeding that $500,000 savings threshold. While this is a positive solution in that second scenario, you still have to consider a critical point. Is it the most optimal outcome? Uh, put differently, the mortgage still hasn't been paid off. Well, let's look at the combination of scenario analysis and Monte Carlo simulation to see how it can help. Now, as we've already noted, each of these three scenarios has its benefits and drawbacks. Pay off a mortgage sooner and accept a lower likelihood of achieving your savings goal, or up your savings goal and pay off your debts as scheduled. Now, let's consider a fourth alternative optimizing your outcome. Here, our goal is to optimize cash flows to find a balance between paying down your mortgage and accumulating savings with a higher success rate of achieving your savings threshold. So how exactly do we go about accomplishing this? Well, first we ask the Monte Carlo simulation to identify the value that meets or exceeds our threshold with an 80% level of certainty. So after another 10,000 iterations, the software tells us that the target value should be $661,000. 
We then run this figure through our scenario analysis again, and what we find is that the split between savings or investing and that paying off the mortgage changes from 50-50 in scenario three to an 80-20 split. So in other words, you'll be investing a little bit more money to ensure that you achieve your savings target. And while you won't be paying down your mortgage in 12 years like you would in scenario one, this new outcome still shaves off seven years off your mortgage payments, and you're still saving $90,000 in lifetime mortgage interest expenses. So at this point, you might be asking yourself, why not go for 100% certainty that you'll achieve that $500,000 threshold? Remember, the goal here is to achieve an optimal, not a maximum outcome. Increasing your probability might lead to saving more money than you need. And to be sure, Monte Carlo simulations aim to help you evaluate the trade-off between how much risk you're willing to take and how much you can achieve or how likely you are to achieve that given goal. Now, considering all four scenarios, the analysis as a whole tells us that if you're willing to accept the probability of a big ticket savings outcome is somewhere around 80%, you could allocate more savings while eliminating your debt sooner. At the end of the day, it really comes down to evaluating which trade-offs are more important to you. The Monte Carlo method gets its name from a popular casino in Monaco. The irony of its name is that this technique can actually help you increase your odds of financial success when paired with a concrete scenario analysis framework. To be sure, if you have two or more financial objectives that you're trying to evaluate between, then using a Monte Carlo analysis is one way to help you find an optimal balance between your lifestyle needs and financial goals. More importantly, however, if you're not using a disciplined, quantitatively based process to assess the likelihood of reaching your financial goals, then you might be gambling with your financial future. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Phi Mastery Podcast. To learn more about our research, visit us at phimastery.com or email us at questions at franklinmadisonadvisors.com. Until next time, I'm Peter Bonisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity as you pursue your own financial independence journey. Phi Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast are limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the investment advisor public disclosures.